were climbing the holy mountain upwards to Jarrell's glory. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Telepathetically. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. And we're going to start this evening the way we start all great evenings here, by introing our cast, because I literally know no other way. Well, there are two ways I could go left, but today I'm going to go <laughs> right, starting on my right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. Onwards, my mighty steed. To his right, the mighty steed, John as Lord Jarrell the Light. I could have sworn I'd be a god by now. To no, his right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Still no pandas. To her right, we have Zach as Pregnart. Hello, I want to meet a new friend. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. So much climbing. And to his right, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. And as we left off, we were ascending towards ascension. But uh, in a more immediate sense, we are approaching what appears to be some sort of small village a collection of uh you know some uh, thatched roof cottages all you know very nice looking but off in the distance no wall around this town um doesn't appear that there's any real uh fortification or security nor any specific uh need for them so we've got the party and a village several miles off in the distance walking towards their fate I think I'm in like sort of like a hop slash canter. <laughs> Pregnart, that is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tongue wagging. Very good for you. <laughs> but of course. We've seen nothing on the way in other than just grass and coming up to this village. No yes. birds. No, we've seen nothing. No birds so okay. far, but speaking of winged creatures, the first distinct beings you see patrolling the high grass around this village seem to be um, they look like lions at first glimpse except they also have wings are they griffins they are not called griffins yeah are they bipedal no they are quadrupeds okay bipedal Um, do they appear menacing at all? 
I mean, it looks like a They're giant just like walking lion about. with eagle wings uh, strapped to it. Uh, it's still, you know, there's still a ways out. I don't think they've noticed you yet. Or maybe they have and just uh, assess no threat. Let's hope it's the latter. Some big lion birds up there, boys. Those are boys, so much man. better than big pandas. Big crew. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if, like, the inhabitants of this village are panda people. <laughs> that, that's what I was also secretly hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to continue. Unless, yeah, we're, we're anything, continuing on to approach the village. Yeah, right? unless anything like actually starts to look like it's going to try to kill us, like we're going to assume that we're where we belong right now. Yes. Do any of us recognize what these creatures are? Um, you might need to make some sort of uh, religion check to find that sort of thing out. Uh, oh, okay. divining Hopefully the name. Hopefully, I won't roll up. The inhabitants of this yeah. plane. Uh, I have a eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. Uh, there, there is some description of them. They are called Lamasu. And they have the head and body of a lion, the wings of an eagle, but the face of a man. They generally are about. Oh, eight feet or so long, weigh about 500 pounds. They're pretty beefy. Uh, they are spellcasters. Uh, they're absolutely terrifying in a fight. And they are sort of the peacekeepers of this plane. But I, I am aware that they are sentient and intelligent and yes. not to be fucked with. Yeah, pretty much. Badass. They're a badass, but uh, they won't fuck with you unless someone does the fucking first. How far away are we from the nearest um, of these creatures? We are now maybe about... yeah. Well, you're about two miles in the village, so at least a mile and some change from any of these. They're sort of patrolling in the grass around the village. You'd see them a ways off, far enough where uh, the more eagle-eyed among you would be able to, you know pick them out pretty easily you know but they're also huge so it's not far not hard to see them from far got it so like a mile and where so where what is like the layout of this we're just outside the village or we're, we're within the village now yeah no you're still a couple of miles from the village but on on your way up you'll be there in a few minutes well maybe about oh let's say if you're walking a 12 minute mile you'll be there in about a half hour okay are we going to do it? I don't think we're doing anything be, between now and we're just walking towards the village, right? Do we see? Any yes. There's just, it's just us up trail to the village and then the village. I think it's safe to assume we're doing nothing but traveling to the village. Unless someone is saying differently. No, <clears throat> as we're approaching, Hoblet's going to make sure to get up close to Boris and just be like, it's not to be fucked about with them around. No funny business. But I want to ride one. Uh, you know I do too. Oh, come on, Hoblet. Listen, the rest of them won't tolerate it. You're on the right way back. that we won't. Perhaps, perhaps. 
No, Felix is listening to us. We'll talk about this later. No, I I feel like I would have made sure to like get off there, you know, get off to the side <laughs> or whatever. Where else are you gonna go? Like, I don't I don't feel I'm like, like uh, three feet tall, so I would walk slow. So I'm behind. You're riding on Jarrell's back. You're at the front of the pack, flying like a fucking eagle. I got foot and a half long legs. We're going to swim up 10,000 fucking steps and through a portal. My legs hurt. But you have no indoor voice, so. (laughs) So So, here we are. As you you get closer to the village, something uh, significantly smaller, but no less wondrous, you see floating around orbs of light soft and glowing as bright as a torch from about one to three feet in diameter variously floating around maybe about three to four feet above the ground you know just milling around the village you also see what appear to be some larger more humanoid creatures in the village many of them wear uh, sort of light brown linen cloaks with cowled hoods above their heads Pregnant is trying to catch one of these orbs now. Like a firefly, do you like just pull a jar and like start trying to yeah. stuff it four in? Four-foot orb? Yeah. A four-foot orb? <laughs> like, Listen, it's, a, five, it's, it's a five-foot no jar. jar. Okay. No, no jar, but like he's trying to like jump up to one. And they are. He's trying to, he's trying to jump up to one and, um, you know, just touch it or, or kiss it. As you get closer, you know, within conversational distance and make your run up to try to grab slash hug, it sort of bobs gently out of your way. Hello. Oh, hello. What is it? You can talk it. What is Do you have a name? <laughs> D- does does Jarrell what, know what these next two creatures are? Well, Jarrell, um... This would be one sort of final religion check on this sort of thing, if uh, you would. Yeah, because I kind of, I, I, as much as I want to interrupt, I really want to hear how this conversation plays yeah, so, out. Oh, so do I. Like I just want to know time. if I should, like, warn Paradeal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or uh, not Paradeal or not. Uh, 17. 17, yes. So these are the uh, glowing lights, are lantern archon. They are the uh, lowest uh, sort of rank of spirits that inhabit this plane. They would be um, sort of the souls of the more recently deceased who have ascended to this plane and are trying to find their own ascension. And then uh, the cloaked figures, what would those be? The cloaked figures, you could assume, might be um, archons a little higher up in the hierarchy. Okay is those are generally the only inhabitants of at least this part of the plane. And uh, sort of going back to Pregnart, I don't believe I've ever seen your like in this place. I'm Pregnart. Hello, Pregnart. Welcome Do you have a name? What, what are you? I don't know. What, you a glowing ball? I I see you in dreams sometimes, but I don't know what you are. 
I am, like all here, a pilgrim upon the path to ascension. Oh, I love ascension. We just, we, we saw a mountain, we're climbing it. Uh, ascension is my favorite. <laughs> do you climb this mountain physically or spiritually? It is physical. That is a valid path in the idiom of this place. Do you want the dragonfly souffle? <laughs> and Pregnart pulls out uh, one of the souffles. It's kind of crumbled by now. He's not really hopping with much, uh, <laughs> much of a mind for preserving the physical integrity of his, his cuisine. The he lantern archon outstretched hand. <laughs> the lantern archon bobs about quizzically, perhaps, although it's difficult to tell without so much as a face to show expression or emotion. Pregnant I, is a little worried. I very much appreciate the gesture and your generosity. It speaks so highly of you. I, however, am unable to partake as I I feel I may be missing something. At least I have a smell. <laughs> it smell good. The smell pales in comparison to the warmth of your generosity. I appreciate the gesture. That's good, because I, I am told I do not smell so good. Uh, Mr. Lantern person, um, pleasure to meet you. I'm, I'm Felix, uh, and I'm like still talking from Jarrell's shoulders, <laughs> like I haven't climbed down. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned something about climbing this mountain uh, spiritually. Uh, would you might be able to, and forgive the pun here, uh, shed some light on that? The Archon bobs for a moment in front of Jarrell. I, I sense two voices, but the voice higher up seems friend it's difficult to perceive, like, fragmented. Perhaps you belong here. Nope, uh, it almost bobs down a little bit more in front of Jarrell. Noble aspirant, what, what is it that you bring? Uh, Jarrell <clears throat> kind of, like, turns his head towards Felix, like, giving him kind of, like, the stink eye. Um, I am not quite certain which part of him you're referring to. <laughs> this one, as it bobs a little higher, is not what it appears to be at all. Simultaneously, both greater and lesser than its own self obviously worthy of being here, 
lest the plane would have destroyed him. But curious. You, on the other hand, sort of bobbing back towards Jarrell, are exactly as you appear to me. But you are not an archon. We, we, we never see. We never see such as. You'll pardon. I'm struck almost inarticulate by the rarity of this. It's been so many ages since we've seen mortal. That's the word. How? How could this be? Jarrell was looking so proud of himself until he said the word mortal. (laughs) 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 Um, I have been sent here by the great Lord Lady Valen to ascend myself. Lady Valen? The Lord Lady. The Lady Valen herself has sent you on this path to ascension. Oh, that is a noble cause indeed. Uh, Jarrell nods giddily, and I, I hope that you will guide us on our path. I, I'm unsure. I'm unsure that this, 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 this one is quite right to guide you, but there may be others in this town who, who can help. Seek one of the Hound Archons. They should be able to guide you with more more clarity. Do I know which of the creatures he's referring to by a hound archon? Um, those would be the next level up. A hound archon is at least described in uh, some of the deeper cut texts that you've read as having the body of a person, but the head of a canid, like a dog or a wolf. If they were to travel to the Prime Material Plane, which is an incredibly rare sight indeed, they would be fully in hound form. But in this, they they sort of appear as a person with the head of a dog. Okay. So is this where dogs go when dogs go to heaven? Yep, then you become a lion man. With wings. Wait, what? No, wait. But that doesn't make any sense, because that's like a different, like... There's all kinds of crazy animal combinations going on up here. Some weird shit on this plane. Some weird shit indeed. Um, how close to us now is one of the hooded uh, figures? There are several milling about in the village. Uh, you're maybe you met this uh, this lantern archon maybe a hundred yards outside what the gates would be if this village had gates at all. Sure. Okay, well, before we go, I mean, you know, thank you, Archon of Light thing, for your wisdom. Uh, Pregnard, you got you have to say goodbye to your new friend. Bye. I love you. <laughs> I bid you farewell into the safest of journeys, and know that we have love for you as well, noble traveler. Thank you. I call you, I call you Marvin now. Pregnart absolutely belongs here. (laughs) That is a good name. I will call myself Marvin. I thank you 
Pregnart. You're welcome, Marvin. Bye bye. <sighs> God, you're too wholesome. It's like <laughs> I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pregnart. <laughs> <laughs> find me find me one person who doesn't love Pregnard. Yeah, I would like thing. to speak to them and tell them that they are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't love Pregnard, give us uh give us a shout out on just join our Discord. We can we can duke it out there ideologically and creatively. Anyways, I'm going to turn to Jarell for a second. I'm going to get off of his shoulders. And I'd be like, hey, Jarrell, um, listen, I I know you and I don't always see eye to eye, Die. but I'm just going to go ahead and say that maybe <laughs> I'm going to say that maybe you just do the talking while we're here. Um, I'm already concerned enough for my well-being, and it's very obvious that there's a part of me that doesn't belong here, and we can all guess and make inferences as to what that is. So, um, would you mind just, you know, vouching for me, bud? I shall try, but I won't be surprised if your head bursts into flame at any minute. I mean, yeah, but if we could, like, actively prevent that from happening, like, I would be very appreciative. I'm not sure I have the power to stop it, but, uh, good luck. Oh, good. Yep, thanks. I can bring you back to life if you do explode, I think. Maybe? I'll take the maybe. Yep. Remember, he can't... Fa- Don't worry, you have no need to be afraid. Yes. No, again, I'm not afraid, Jarrell. I'm just <laughs> concerned. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Jarrell will, I guess, lead the group up to one of the um, hooded figures. Wolfhounds. Yeah. One of the hooded figures. Yes. I think it's pronounced it is, hood. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure our listeners knew that too. Right. <laughs> Someone please say something to them. All right. Listen. So I'm waiting for Dave to tell me that I walked up to one of them first. <laughs> all right. Yes. Um, in fact the Lantern Archon, known as Marvin, leads you to the village. Perfect. Bora starts blowing out the piece of bubblegum while we're walking. Yeah. Marvin bobs ahead luminously, luxuriantly, and approaches one of the hooded figures. Archon. Archon. I bring news of pilgrims coming through this town. Most unusual pilgrims. Come quickly. Hey, come look at the freaks. <laughs> the hooded figure standing maybe about 6'5", maybe even a little taller than that, quite broad of shoulder turns, pushes his hood back, uh, sh- um, showing uh, what appears to be some sort of somewhat wolfish head maybe a little husky but you know oh, I was hoping for golden retrievers oh. <laughs> there might be some of them here too but 
you know, the scientists are all labs. <laughs> but I digress. This uh this now no longer hooded figure approaches. Hello, travelers. What is it that uh, brings Jarell, you here? Jarrell will put his hand to his chest and bow um, and say, uh, Greetings, uh, Archon. Uh, this other Archon, who is now named Marvin, um, informed <laughs> us that you may be able to um, assist me. I have been tasked by Lady Valen to ascend, uh, and I'm not quite sure the path. So these these creatures have wolf heads, human bodies. And they're super tall, apparently, too. Right, and you are making him sound like he's talking like a dude, like he's just talking, okay? Yes. Is does. his face, is his, is his, is his face, like, just going wah, 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 and, like, the sound's coming out? Or are his, like, like lips moving, like... Like a weird is there is, is weird dog lips moving like when while you he's put talking? when you put uh, peanut butter in the dog's mouth right or is it just like yeah. kind of emanating is it Mr. out of him and he's like his face is right yes yeah, yeah, that, yes. I mean. yes 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 <laughs> this is important think, information we need to know what we're dealing with look they they speak uh, they speak both celestial infernal draconic and common so. Their lips would be able to like pronounce they... all of those words. So it, it's it Mr. looks Ed. a little so weird. weird. His dog works. lips are going weird. Yeah, his dog lips are doing things dog lips shouldn't do. Correct. Actually, the way I'm imagining, I mean, my it is my like, dog. The way I'm imagining it is like, um... oh wait, maybe I'm conf... am I conflating these two beings? Which one has dog lips? The ones with the dog heads. Right in the, the hooded figures, the hooded yeah, figures. yeah the okay. human the humanoid ones. Yeah, it's Babe. It's like Babe. I, I feel like wondered. my dog. My dogs tried to talk to me before and does like that's just what it looks like when he's talking, but he's using real words. Yeah, but I feel like these are like hyper intelligent, hyper spiritual beings. <laughs> does that help, James? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who could communicate telepathically, telepathically if they wanted to? Telepathically. <laughs> Telepathetically is the best yes. way I've ever heard that said. They're communicating telepathically. A <laughs> mouth looks like it could talk. That's true. If Terry Crews was a dog. So if Terry Crews was cosplaying as a dog hellboy without the horns. Yeah. Right. Okay. Jesus. Okay, so I've introduced myself to this one and told it what well, I Well, you haven't introduced yourself, uh, at least not your name or anything, just that you uh, started what you're to. doing, yeah. Sure. Wait. You say Lady Valen herself sent you? Indeed. I am Lord Jarrell the Light, uh, Paladin. Yeah, no. As soon as your name escapes your lips, his eyes widen visibly. What in the name of fate? Come with me. Daryl again looks so proud of himself. (laughs) Um, excuse me, Mr. Um... I thought Mr. you weren't talking, Felix. And Jarrell will put his finger. Uh, like, right. 
Um, you're right. You're right. I'll be all right. I'm just. I just have one. I just have a small question for our dog friend. That's still talking though. He's also not a um, dog. I'm not a, a dog. Being. I can see where you think that way. We have a lot to go over, so let's make it quick before we retreat maybe somewhere indoors and away from pines. Of course, of course. I just have one quick question. Are you familiar with the paladin uh, Randalitha uh, Ardaban? Hmm. Paladin of Torm. Fell on the fields of noble battle many ages ago. Ah, yeah, so you would say that, you know, they would probably have been seen or thought of in high regard, yes? The highest. Okay, thanks. You're so fucking petty. You're so fucking petty. (laughs) Darrell will ask, then why, I was certain, why was it buried in, or she buried, well, I I don't know if it was a male or a female, so I was trying to be... (laughs) <laughs> but, um, We're for I don't know. They is the proper they, pronoun, yeah. not Thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> Trying to not that be offensive bad. and somehow <laughs> dug that hole deeper. Yep, <laughs> I, I tend to do that. <laughs> um, why? Why were they buried in uh, such an unceremonious place then? It's entirely possible you may have slightly misunderstood, but that is not even top ten in the most important things going on right now. Come with me, please. And he leads you towards a hut at the far side of the village. That was the appropriate response from yeah, our celestial friend. Ten. Yeah, that was our cel- that was the most appropriate response from our celestial friend because I'm just trying to be petty. <laughs> I wrote down the name for a reason. I had to make sure that I called back to it at some point. All right, so we're in your hut, dude. Yeah. We circle. What's going on here? After a a quick walk around the way, um, the Archon uh, lights a small fire in uh, the fire pit in the middle of uh, his uh, dwelling. Paladin Jarrell. May I see your blade? Uh, Jarrell will present the blade, uh, and he's also, he, he still has the helmet, too, if it would like to see the helmet. Uh, just with the, the blade first. Yep. You see a tear stream down one of his cheeks. It's been so long. Paladin Jarrell, I knew you were worthy. It's so good to see you again. Again? I don't believe I've ever been here before. Hard pressed that you would have. I had only just recently come to this place. You may remember me as Joseph the Just. (sighs) Jarrell just like lights up. Like, I I have honored your legacy. I have your sword. It's done wondrous deeds. No. No, Jarrell. Sword is just a sword. You've done the wondrous deeds with it. Jarrell is so proud of does himself. Me so prou- <laughs> it does me so proud that you've come this far. We have a farther way to go yet ahead. And very little time to do it, if uh, if I understand correctly. Sounds correct. 
Introduce me to the rest of your traveling companions. Uh, surely you remember Felix uh, and who else was there? Quinn. I believe it was Quinn. Was Quinn there when we brought the sandwich back? <laughs> um, I, the shawarma. I know I was like in and out of that. Mm-hmm. Quinn was in and out of that. I, I don't think, think I, think I was. 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 Yeah. So it's just Hobbit, it's, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> I think it's just Felix. I think it is just you. Yeah. I remember learning about him, but I don't right. think I was there. Hoblet, were you there for that? Did I you actually meet him? Yeah, I didn't, nope. I didn't think so either. Uh, and You'd then he'll come back like shortly after. Right, very shortly after. And then he will introduce, of course, uh, the cleric, Hoblet the Smasher, uh, Lord, Captain, and Dean, uh, <laughs> Quinn Southwind, uh, son of the mighty uh, South uh, Caesar Southwind, uh, Baroness of Riverford. Um, um. As you turn to Boris, instead of actually seeing Boris, what you see is like a two-foot bubble. Like a a giant, like it's blocking her head. And Boris introduces herself as, Hi, I'm Lantern Archon Boris. (laughs) Bob's the bubblegum a little bit. Is this the bubblegum cigar that she's using to do this? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, a massive bubblegum. Oh my god. Uh, and, uh, oh, oh, and not to forget, of course, one of my favorite creatures in all of existence, Mr. Pregnard. Hi, it's me, <laughs> Pregnard. Can I name you two? Archon Joseph uh, makes his way around, looking at uh, Hoblet first. Hmm. Son of Clangadon Silverbeard. We very seldom see your sort here. This is more the domain of Morden. Well met and welcome. I'm just not sure that he likes hearing that it's not a Clangadon hotbed. So he just kind of like nods. The the ever appreciative. Somehow surprised that the followers of Clangit and Silverbeard don't end up here often. Right. What did we ever do wrong? You just have your own in heaven somewhere else. We saw it. There was that big fortress. Yeah. Hell. Hell. Well, there, there's the also utter. more of a... No, no, no. There there are realms of chaotic good. Okay. Yeah. This is more... This is a realm of lawful good. This is a very, you know... Oh. You would consider this more, you know... Like Moradin's heaven is a little more stodgy than you might uh, prefer yeah. yourself. A little bit uh, stick up the rear. Yeah, it's it's more of a okay. showers twice a month as opposed to showers every other month kind of deal. Who's got the water or the time to do that? <laughs> twice a month. He moves along to uh, Quinn. Uh, son of Caesar. Well met and welcome. It is an honor to be here. Moving over towards uh, Boris. Baroness, so young, yet so old at the same time. Welcome to this humble realm. Thank you. (laughs) Keep that spirit, child. You'll need it for the days ahead. He hovers over towards uh, Felix. 
I feel we've met before. I've heard your name. I feel that I've met you, but you're so hazy and indistinct. Broken up, almost. Like you're several different people at once. I get that a lot. Uh, especially been hearing that a lot since I got here. There is a bit of a complication when it comes to me. Um, not sure if that makes it on the list of important things we need to talk about, but it might need to be. You're, you're hazy, almost indistinct spiritually. Obviously, you belong here, else you would not be here. Yeah, I heard that a lot, too. I will not question the wisdom of this plane. And then he turns towards uh, Pregnart. You. I've never seen your sort before. I get that a lot. Usually the people <laughs> say, What is that? No. No, not your outward appearance, your inward appearance. It looks to the rest of the group. You're blessed indeed. This man is a creature of pure love. Whatever wondrous right place did you hug. find him? <laughs> and uh, Archon Joseph readily returns the hug. It's Stop! It's too cute. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll for hugging ability. <laughs> I feel like it has to be a charisma roll. It has to. I was be gonna say auto roll. succeed. Yeah. yeah, that's right. that's a that's a that's a charisma. Please roll it at advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, charisma. That's a twenty. Yeah, it, it's one of it, you know that's that's a good like it? top twenty hug in history. It, it's 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 Aww. good. There are. It, and I, I don't mean like it's good is it's better than bad. It's good in that good versus evil sort of way. Whereas it's yeah. it's pure and virtuous and everything that this realm stands for. Yeah. Uh, say, pregnant hugging Lord uh, jo was it Paladin Joseph the Just is one of like the like there's just too much good in that connection there. Do we start glowing a little bit? Do we, like, levitate just the slightest amount? I mean, this whole place glows, but yes, there is an extra light and warmth in this place now. And levitation. <laughs> Very slightly, as though you both feel slightly lighter for the experience. Oh, that's, that's sweet. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, I'm... We have places to go and much not, not much time to do it. Ascension is no mean thing in this place. Generally, it takes ages, eons even, to ascend from one realm of this plane to the next. You yourselves find yourself on the second level. How many oh, levels God. are there? They call this yeah. place Mercuria, the Golden Heaven noblest of fighters and warriors are interred here as you have already seen but uh, also this is a place where lesser archons like ourselves prove ourselves on our way up the mountain as it were 
The next level, Venya, the Pearly Heaven, is mostly inhabited by halflings of all people. So noble and pure of heart and spirit. Our destination, however, I fear will be the fourth level, Selenia, the Crystal Heaven. To my knowledge, Lady Valen has holed herself up in Arachinor, formerly the abode of the god Moradin. From there, she marshals the defenses of this plane against all intruders and invaders. There exist further planes of the seven heavens beyond that, but few of get there, and seldom do any return as they would have no need nor want to. Seems that there's a quest of ascension in line for all of us. Uh, hi. Uh, so, theoretically, um, if a being were to, or maybe even an artifact or item of most unholy import were to be brought to this plane, what would happen to it? This is a realm of pure good. Evil cannot survive here in that sort of way. It would be destroyed outright. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, another theoretical question. Um, what if such evil was somehow embedded into the flesh of someone who did belong here. Hypothetically. I don't know, and I don't think I want to find out, to be perfectly honest. Um, okay. Theoretically, uh, what if you didn't have a choice and you were going to find out either way? (laughs) (laughs) What's the the idiom you mortals use? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay. Cool. Uh, if this were happening to a person that you knew and liked, would you try to help them? I'm not I sure think- there's any remedy that would be available to one such as myself. I think the more important question here is, if we were standing on that bridge right now, would you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I find your questioning somewhat concerning and troubled. Um, okay. Well, you know, just needed to see where we all stood before I mention, uh... Apparently upon a precarious bridge, but if it's all the same, I think we need to keep walking. Yes, yes, we can walk and talk. I can definitely explain this plight to you as we ascend. Very Um, much so. So Jarrell still has the helmet of Valen, correct? I mean, I'm going to assume that you didn't miss. Yeah, me. yeah. So uh, if I put it on right now, can I talk to Valen from here? Hmm. DM Dave knows that there's no barriers in the way. (laughs) (laughs) He also understands that I don't want you subverting the story quite so easily. 
Oh no, you can't. <laughs> well, you why can not? Just, okay, so okay. uh, you know, you want to? I was gonna say, I could flip the damn helmet on. Let's see what happens. Okay, uh, so Jarrell puts on the helmet, and uh, Verlin, I I believe I'm near. I'm almost to where you quest me quested me to go. Lord Jarrell, so near yet so far. You've only just begun the steps on your journey. Um, now, Jarrell's communication with her is uh, telepathic, right? Yes, and for the first time in a long time, the line is crystal clear. Uh, he will ask her because it's telepathic. Um, if Felix happened to have a incredibly desecrated item in his forehead right now currently would you want that in front of you or no <laughs> all laws of this realm would require that he be purged with extreme prejudice immediately are you telling me what i think you're telling me yes <laughs> <laughs> The rest of the party sees the eyes of, uh, or right in the space where the eyes on that helmet would be, light up a bright, piercing gold. And Jarrell, you feel yourself literally shunted to the back of your own mind, where you are now currently a passenger. Oh, the okay. voice of Valen comes <laughs> from the mouth of Jarrell. What have you brought into my realm okay well okay so brought is a strong term um more like forced by choice to carry do not prevaricate <laughs> with me you shifty little shit what have you brought into my realm so after some research uh his felix shrinks even lower than he um could possibly go even being two and a half feet tall uh, says, uh, it's just, uh, it's, well, from my research, it said it was the third eye of, of Vecna. Oh. I don't think that Jarrell's uh, no fear zone applies currently. <laughs> I feel like Boris and I are literally just running around each other, trying to hide behind each other. <laughs> ja yeah, Jarrell. Yeah, what is being applied to the rest of these people, but very specifically, sharply, and pointedly directed at Felix is a thing so far beyond terror that <laughs> you're shooting a squirt gun at a towering inferno right now. This is no longer fear, but like the second and third derivative of fear extreme existential dread for what's about to happen for to him. Yeah. Fear velocity. The wrath of a literal god. <laughs> my fucking forehead. <laughs> my poor forehead. <laughs> the, eyes, the eyes of Valen sweep the room as she points with Jarrell's left arm at uh, Felix's head. Get that she pans around. Thing. 
out of my realm. Oh, what am I supposed to do? It's kind of stuck to my forehead. I didn't ask you to say one further thing, Shifter. This is it. This is the stuff of my nightmares. This is everything that I fucking hate. I would like to clarify that Jarrell does have the spell Banishment equipped. <laughs> hmm. Jarrell, yeah, you can clarify purely to yourself. I'm not in control of it. And a pregnant pause pregnant. suffuses through the room as Valen's eyes sweep across all of you in equal but slow measure clockwise and then back counterclockwise along the room. Pregnant has like more of flippers than pause. <laughs> Missed you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> I am it. My patience is not. Talk about a pregnant flipper. I know I'm not allowed any more questions, but I don't really know how to get it out of your realm. Pregnant tries to eat it. No, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> I already tried. I already said it. It's stuck to my forehead and it's covered by a bandana and I don't let you near it. And I yell at okay. you, don't touch it. Okay. <laughs> Lady Valen looks at uh, you as you are stopped partway. I appreciate the hustle, but perhaps something a little more well thought out. Archon Joseph... Yes, my lady. In 24 hours, if they've not found a way to rid this realm of that thing, execute the shifter. The rest of you, I give 24 hours. Get that out of this realm. Lord Jarrell, your ascension is on hold until such a time. The eyes go out, and the helm goes silent. <laughs> Felix like starts like nervously laughing. Uh, so I say let's uh, let's make a plan. Hey, 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 friends. That's where we're gonna call this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you know the line to leave it on. That's the one. We're leaving it right there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, if you like us, hell, if you can tolerate us after that, we can be found on the internet. We're in such places as Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. If you search Facebook for Hapless Heroes Podcast, you'll find us there. We are also both on Twitter and the Gram at Hapless Heroes. Each one of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can interact with us and probably berate the hell out of me for that absolute show that I just put you all through. And I don't <laughs> apologize at all because I, I stand firm that that's the episode you, as our audience, for better or worse, deserved. 
take it in the best way possible. <laughs> I probably meant it that way. God, that sounds super harsh. Maybe I should cut that last part out. Or not. Whatever. No, it sounds And it is UC shit. That's definitely on brand. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, if you've made it this deep into this podcast, and uh, I mean, let's level with y'all. We're five years deep. This is the MP. So if you're at this point in the podcast, you've almost certainly settled on a podcast uh, service conveyance way of getting it into yourself and if uh that website rss feed whatever it is uh gives you an opportunity to leave a review leave us a review we love five star reviews but any honest review will do and we will read it on air that way we can recognize you as the five star human being that you are but if you really really like us you could donate to our patreon patreon.com slash hapless heroes where we have a variety of membership levels from uh you know at the bottom a shiny roll on our discord server you know a little bit uh more a month and uh you get access to our patrons only uh lounge channel where we do all our posting with our pinkies in the air and with a very bougie attitude towards dnd not sure how one does that but we're doing it in there you should join us there there's further reward tiers beyond that if uh you feel so inclined to give uh our donations through patreon fund our hosting costs and our other equipment and ongoing costs that we generate here uh so we very much do appreciate you keeping us uh keeping us in business here in the business of telling you guys uh this uh this story that we've uh, sunk five years of our uh, blood sweat and vomit into we appreciate you, every one of you. We love you, and thank you for coming along on this journey. Yeah, I oh, think yeah, I threw yeah, up yeah. at least once during recording this. Oh no, <laughs> Dave did. I remember the really? episode where Dave oh, threw yeah. up mid mid episode. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Oh god, I'm so embarrassed. No, <laughs> it's it was perfect because be now proud. what you just said makes sense. It is absolutely 100 percent true. Yeah, yeah, that it is. And that's the effort, and that's the quality work that we put into this ep- into each and every episode of this podcast. Because we do it for you. Am I up? <laughs> you were someone like you. If I'm up, I need to tell you, our beloved audience, that if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Begin to study dark magic and go to uh, such lengths that you can um, go to a supermarket and put a curse on a can of Italian wedding soup and uh, whoever buys, opens, and eats that soup will, every Monday at 8am, hear the newest episode of our podcast. It's doable. I think that's easy. That's quite the viral marketing campaign right there. Just some dark magic on Italian wedding soup. Specifically, we only want people, new listeners, who would be the kind that are inclined to buy and cook and eat Italian wedding soup. I think what he's looking for is people who wouldn't normally listen to us, but would ingest Italian wedding soup. (laughs) Therefore creating the crossover. Yeah. Right. And I'm assuming those people like to talk. So, word of mouth. Advertising. (laughs)
What do you mean, yeah. those people? I feel like it's it, it is literally. Oh, you know what I mean. Delivered by soup. People who like little tiny meatballs. They love to talk. This soup is the best soup. There's two of them in your podcast of those Cursed people. Soup. Cursed Soup is, is All the right. name of my new band, I think. <laughs> it sounds, tiny meatballs. It sounds Cursed wonderful. Soup. And if you want to go listen to Cursed Soup, opening up for Sally Field and the whole deal on this uh, this summer's uh, tour. <laughs> And uh, whatever I'm outdrawing, everybody starting on my right, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. This is the worst day of my life. To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the White, played by John. Until next time. To his right, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. I'm sure that was all a part of Felix's plan. To her right, we have Pregnart, played by Zach. You know, on, on that point, I think... I'm going to say, we'll smell that armpit when we lift it. <laughs> to his right, playing Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, we have Mike. I am not hiding behind Boris. I am just simply shifting my weight. To his right, we have Hoblet the Smasher, played by James. Oh, I hope this little man comes up with a plan. My name is Dave. I've been your host and dungeon master this evening. Thank you so much for spending uh, spending your time with us. We'll see you next week. Bye bye now. Bye. Goodbye. Maybe forever. Bye. We'll pop that pimple when it's prom night. <laughs> I can't. Right now.